Hey there, welcome to the God Class Podcast. We're happy to have you tuned in here and we believe that you will be blessed. to Jesus. I want to talk to you from the depths of my heart. This subject matter is so so dear to me. You have no idea. Praise the Lord. So, so dear to me that you have no idea. Praise the Lord. And I want to talk to you from the depths of my heart. When you go to the book of John chapter number 6 verse 67 through to 68, the book of John chapter number 6 verse 67 through to 68, Jesus, the love of my life, and your savior was talking and he was saying something let's start from 65 jesus was speaking and he said and he said therefore said i unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father that means that you being saved alone means it is the plan of god no man can come unto the Lord Jesus Christ except that man be given unto him by the Father. You being saved is the plan of God. It's amazing. Next verse, please. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. This is such a profound scripture. It means that to consider yourself a disciple of a man, of an institution, of a system, of a powerhouse like this ministry, you must walk with the ministry. You must walk with the man of God. You must walk with the assignment. You must walk with the systems that be within the institution that you find yourself. If you consider yourself a disciple of something or someone, you walk with that thing. The word walk here does not mean literally be what when I'm walking, come and walk by me. I like my space. Praise the Lord. The word walk here means to operate with, to follow the marching orders of, to join forces with. That's what the word walk here means. You must walk with him. Praise the Lord. The Bible is telling us that from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. I want you to understand something critical and something crucial. That the body of Christ is missing at large. The body of Christ has an assumption that, uh, 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 oh, I serve Jesus. And so does it. Once it's Jesus, does it. Let me let you understand that. Everybody who died during Jesus being on earth still did not go to heaven. It was only after his death that heaven became a place we could all go to. The reason I'm bringing this up is because whilst they were on earth, not everybody was under Jesus' ministry. The Bible clearly tells us that there was a season whereby the disciples came to him and said, Master, We've seen people go around doing signs and wonders in your name. Jesus said, leave them be. For he that gathereth with us, it means they are not scattering. And he that scattereth means he's not gathering. Meaning that as long as they are doing what we do, they are with us. It's super important to understand that Jesus did not ask that these people who are not with him, yet using his name to operate, come and join his ministry. Praise the Lord. Meaning even the Lord Jesus Christ 
understands the diverse nature of the kingdom of God within the earth realm. That as long as he, Jesus Christ, reigns and rules, that the body of Christ, the kingdom of God, within the earth realm will be to some extent in groups and in facets. In groups and in facets. That Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, tells his disciples, do not, don't worry that they are not in HSM. Don't worry that they are not in ICGC. Don't worry that they are not in Assemblies of God. Don't worry that they are military. Every man, they are assigned positioning within the body of Christ. To every man belonging to Jesus, to every man an assigned position. Are you in Presby by the call of God, not by that's my parents' church? It's very important. Are you in Methodist by the call of God? Are you in Pentecost? Are you in Assemblies of God? Are you in the best organization in the world called HSM? By the call of God, you ought to stay there. That is loyalty. Loyalty is in three folds to God, to the vision, to the vision bearer. You ought to understand that when God calls you out of sin into his kingdom, he has a position in the army for you. It's not a random choose and select. It's not a random, this is the closest church to me. It's not a random, oh, this is by my house. No. God has a place for you to participate in the activities of the kingdom. A position for you to rule from. A position for you to learn from. Praise the Lord. If you order something from Jumia or from Amazon or from uh, 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 what are some of these things? Alibaba and all those things. And you put in your address. The address that is there is what the company will recognize and deliver the package to. Because they expect that even if you will not be there, you will eventually get there. You cannot call the company and say, I've moved from Shiashi to Laboni. Bring it there. They will not mind you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, Your kingdom address is as important. How many of you have realized that there are services that I come for and I call out a name and I call out a number or I call out a person and I'm like, I'm seeing this and nobody comes up. And later we announced and then somebody comes up. God is not silly to not know that the person we were looking for was not in the meeting. That is a sign that the person was supposed to be in the meeting by reason of spiritual address. That is why missing a service is so interesting for me. Because from 7 to 9 on Thursday, once God has placed you in this church, in this house, he's expecting that from 7 to 9 on Thursday, you are here. So when he's blessing, he will not bring it to your house. He will bring it here. Because this is the location he positioned you to be in at that particular point in time. Praise Jesus. Can you imagine examination going on? And then you are in your room. And then your mates finish writing the exam. And you tell the lecturer, I was in my room. How come you didn't bring the paper there? That's the same thing you do. When God positions you in a space. And you are not loyal enough to that space to be present. Oh, but we will get there and we will deliver you from that spirit in the name of Jesus. Someone say amen. Amen. Seven. 
Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? My goodness. You see, you have to understand that Jesus was a lion, but he was a lamb as well. And the lamb nature of Jesus Christ shows his emotions. This statement he was making was not a statement of anger. It was a statement of hurt and pain. That after everything that I have been through with some of you, that after healing your daughter, after raising your son from the dead, after bringing you breakthrough, miracles, sign and wonder, and I'm teaching you deeper things in the kingdom, instead of you to be patient enough to understand what I'm teaching, your next alternative is to leave me. Will you also go away? Will you also leave the ministry because you've been offended by the pastor? That I laughed at you, so you want to leave. That, that the leaders laughed at you, you want to leave. Have you been positioned here or you were positioned conditional on how you were treated? Because if it was as a result of how we are treated that we go to where we want to be, yeah, trust me, I for one will not want to stay here for too long. Because some of you are very interesting to deal with. You know it for yourself. Some of you, when you are done saying some of the things you say, you are like, I say, I'm so grateful. Nobody would have understood what I was saying. Because what you are saying is hard to get because it's very difficult to understand. It's very difficult to, to participate in what you are talking about. And yet still, when you are called upon for service and for assignments and for dealings and for workings, your, your turn up is so poor. Yet when you come, you want to be attended to. If it was as a result of how we are treated, I, for one, will be probably the first person to throw in the towel and say, I can't do this anymore. But we don't go to how, we don't go to church, we don't go to God, we don't go to ministries based on how we are treated alone. We go based on assignments. We go based on who has called us. The Bible says he asked them, will you also go away? Let me show you the reason why they stayed and the reason why you must connect to a house. Peter, always having the right spiritual answer, said, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the reason why you stay in a church. You don't stay in a church because the AC is good. You don't stay in a church because the sermon sounds nice in your ear. You don't stay in a church because that's where I grew up. You don't stay in a church because that's, that's where I sing. You don't stay in a church because they give you ministering opportunities. You stay in a church because of eternal life words of eternal life if the words that are coming to you are so boring are so not full of the life of god that you can be testing and yawning in church watch yourself if you are in a place because you feel like you have to be there not because words of eternal life are coming to you watch yourself peter answered and said where shall we go I can see Peter being so surprised by some of the people they had fed with the loaves of bread and fish. Peter being so surprised by some of the people they had gone to visit them in their house when it was their birthday. 
Peter being so surprised by some of the people that they had gone to weep with when they had lost their beloved one. Peter being so surprised by some of the people who were living, who Jesus had washed their feet. Peter looked to his left and looked to his right. As the numbers were dropping, he looked to Jesus and he said, where shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been blessed by God to be connected to a house that has words of eternal life. I'm not saying this because I'm in charge. I'm saying this because I am a spirit being that understands protocol. I'm saying this because I have tasted it. I listen to the podcast myself and I'm jumping in my room, not because I'm preaching, but because words of life are entering my spirit. So you cannot debunk the fact that there is something here that God is releasing to the nations, to the world at large, to people. And you get to, by his Holy Spirit, be the first set of partakers of this divine mystery. Jesus Christ told a woman something. He said, she was like, I need healing. Then Jesus Christ said to the woman, I cannot heal you. I came for the Jews. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to understand clearly that there is always a prescribed set of people to be the first tasters of something that Jesus is doing. There is always a set of people that ought to be the first partakers of something that Jesus is doing. And if you are blessed and privileged enough by his Holy Spirit to be some of the first partakers of this glorious assignment called HSM, my advice to you is to take it seriously. Somebody say loyalty. The Bible says this. This is the Bible that he said unto him, where shall we go? You have the words of life. Meaning the thing that can disqualify you from joining the assigned church God gave you is when there are no words of life. Praise the Lord. I want to define loyalty to you. Loyalty is an unshakable commitment to something or someone of value and strength, not only to receive from, that, but that to also give to. Loyalty is an unshakable commitment to something or someone of value and strength, not only to receive from, but also to give to. One more time. Loyalty is an unshakable commitment to something or someone, not on, of value and strength, not only to receive from, but also to give to. One of the perfect examples of loyalty or a situation that is des desiring or that is deserving of loyalty is marriage. You don't stay married because the person treated you nice every day. You don't stay married because every day they gave you flowers. You don't stay married because every day there was chocolate. You don't stay married because every day they, he was romantic, she was romantic. You stay married because you are loyal to that commitment. To both receive from it and to give to it. Then I ask a question today. How have you given to this house? How have you given to the call of God upon your life? How have you given to the mandate of heaven within you? 
how have you invested to the call of this house? How, how, how have you ensured? And we'll get to it at the part where it says, where are you? But just think about the question. If loyalty is a give and take, what have you given as you've been taken? Some of you come for service late and you think because you have come, that is enough. No. As you have come and the place is prepared, who prepared the place for you to sit? Whose duty do you assume it is to prepare your own house for you to sit in? You are no longer a guest. You are a member now. Whose duty do you think it is to prepare the house for you to sit in? Praise the Lord. I want to define my next thing, culture. Culture is the way of a people group that identifies them as one of the same and one of a kind. Culture is the way of a people group that identifies them as one of the same and as one of a kind. When you have a culture, through your culture, we can say that you all belong to this particular group of people. And yet, it is your culture that makes you one of a kind amongst the rest of the world. When somebody says, I'm going to experience the Ghanaian culture, they are not talking about Pizza Hut and Chicken Man. They are talking about some, some demand answers. I've seen some, some of these names around. The typical, the way you enjoy a culture of a people group is to go to the root of the people group. That makes them the people group. Pizza is Italian. Chinese rice is Chinese. Praise the Lord. What we have is our wache and our original jollof rice and our, our whatever you call it. If a person is to experience culture, they are to experience the things that make us Ghanaians. They are to experience the things that make us Africans. They are to experience the things that make us who we are. If culture is the way of a people group that helps you to identify the, pe the person and the place they belong, my question to you then is this. Can someone from your attitude primarily notice that you are a believer? Secondly, can they notice that you are a believer who serves under HSF? Whenever I ask someone, how are you? And they say, I am a blessing. Two things come to mind. It's either you've been around for some time or you've been connected to someone who's been around for some time. That is culture. I don't need anyone to tell me you are listening to the word that is being preached. I don't need anyone to tell me that you are following the man of God. I don't need anyone to tell me that you are in the house. Recently, one of my sons texted me and was encouraging me that I shouldn't give up. And I found it so heartwarming and very touching. God bless you. And one of the things that he said was, I listened to the podcast and I paused for a minute and I'm like, this is how you know someone is in a place and is receiving. That they are listening to the sermons. They are listening to the tapes over and over again. They are not, they are not acquaintances with the ministry. They are, they are planted. How do you say you belong to something that you don't follow? I want to understand. We will get to that. Let me not rush ahead of myself. So the first thing is, what is loyalty? The first thing, the second thing, what is culture? We've defined that. 
Now, the relationship between loyalty and culture. Loyalty, loyalty is, loyalty promotes and improves culture, ensuring a continuance. When you are loyal to an assignment, when you are loyal to a thing, when you are loyal to the vision that God has called you to be a partaker of, what that does is that it improves culture because you bring your ideas on board and you say, I think we can do this. I think we can do that. I think we, and you improve the culture of a place. The answer for Ghana is not that we all run away. The answer for Ghana is that we all stick to this country like never before and push it. Running away is different from traveling. Oh, please mind you. You can be in the country and you have run away. The answer for Ghana is that we all stick to this country and promote everything that we can about it. That our loyalty to this nation will better the culture within the nation. That our loyalty to this nation... Please give me a second, guys. That our loyalty to this nation will better the culture within it. That our loyalty to this nation will begin to prune out the ineffective aspects of this country and improve it. And improve it. Loyalty is an unshakable commitment to something or someone of value and strength, not only to receive from them, but also to give to them. Culture is the way of a people group that identifies them as one of the same and one of a kind. Loyalty is to promote and improve culture, ensuring a continuance. It's very important that we understand that the culture of the ministry is, is, is in a particular standard, it's in a particular style. And our loyalty to the ministry is how we improve and better that culture. It's how we ensure that that culture experiences ascendancy. Are you hearing me, people of God? It's very yes. important. And so now I want to go to the root or to the core of my message. What is the vision of the ministry? Because, you see, just because I'm preaching loyalty to you does not mean be a fool. It does not mean go around being loyal to anything and everything that passes by. You have to know what a people group is about and what they are up to. And then you join to partake of what they are doing. So what is the vision of this ministry? Are we just a bunch of people who gather to shout, I am of the class and the first and then go around screaming and then jumping and shouting and then making a lot of noise and one young man in front of us who is very good looking, very handsome, very oh let me not get carried away and then uh, praise the Lord to prophesy to us and then speak of our lives and shout on top of his voice and then we go and then we all close and we go home no. To be loyal to a thing, you must know what the person or the thing is about. You must know the assignment 
of the place you are pledging your loyalty to. So I want to teach you what is the vision of HSM. HSM's vision is to spread the gospel of Jesus to the ends of the earth. This is the primary thing that we want to do. Any church who doesn't have a vision to spread the gospel is not a church of the body of Christ. Any church without a vision to spread the gospel is not a church of the body of Christ. The primary assignment of every and any church is the body of Christ. It is the body. It is to spread the gospel. Sorry. It is to spread the gospel. It is to spread the gospel. Go ye therefore into the world. Preach the gospel to the poor. You have to understand that the preaching of the gospel is the primary assignment of every institution that is under the banner of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so any church that's I, I heard a, a, a preacher, you know, say something. It's not necessary. I've stopped that thing. But any church that is not in tune with spreading the gospel is not a church that is worthy to follow. You don't need the Holy Ghost to come down from heaven or from within you to tell you that. As long as they are, you see, Scripture is there for a particular assignment. Scripture is there to be a template that you compare with Scripture. Once it's contrary to Scripture, you go against it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes. It's very, very important. The vision of this house is to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. To the ends of the earth. It's displayed on your screen. It is to help people encounter God. And that is something we live by. Before conferences begin, every seat is prayed over. Hands are laid upon the seats that you will sit on. That as you are coming to sit, you don't just come and sit and then make people excited that the room is full. No, but that you receive something from Jesus. You meet the God of heaven and earth, the God of HSM, the God of signs and wonders. Encounters are our mandate and our mantra. We live by encounter. We believe in the supernatural encounters. We believe in Jesus Christ speaking to you. We believe in Jesus Christ letting you see him. Angels, visitations from angels. We believe in these things. Not just in your dreams, in visions. As you are sitting down, Jesus should be able to walk into your room. We are preparing you for such experiences that you encounter the realities of the gospel. First John chapter 1 verse 1. That which we have seen with our eyes, which we have heard of, even the word of truth, life, that which we have handled with our hands. Encounters are a reality in the kingdom. And more importantly, they are a reality to us in HSM. Many people in the ministry have seen angels. Many people in the ministry have seen the Lord Jesus. Many people in the ministry have had encounters in the heavenly places. Encounters with saints of old. These are parts of our Christian faith. You must be able to experience this. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I always say something. That you are better than a donkey. If a donkey can see an angel, you are better than a donkey. Your eyes must open to see more things. Praise the Lord. The third aspect of our vision is to teach, raise and prepare a church that Jesus will be proud of. That's why I don't like preaching at all. Because I feel like preaching excites a people group, but it doesn't teach a people group. I'm not here to excite you. I'm here to teach you. One of my strong mandates as an apostle of the gospel is to teach the body of Christ the realities of this kingdom, the realities of our God. But you cannot encounter those realities without coming into contact with solid doctrinal backgrounds and solid doctrinal teachings 
things that indoctrinate you in the body of Christ, things that firmly ground you in the word of God. I believe, I'm a prophet too, but I believe more in the word of God. I believe in the word of God. I drown myself in the word till it begins to come out of me. The word of God. So our vision is to teach, raise, and prepare a church that Jesus will be proud of. Not a church that will make us excited on earth. Not a go ye happy church. Not a be merry church. It must make Jesus proud. Meaning it must be by his standard. I'm telling you that from, from by the time we are done and you get to heaven, Jesus will look at you and give you special protocol because you were in HSM. Because he will understand the kind of things that you were taught. He will know the kind of ways that we, we made him proud. We pleased him on earth. And then the last aspect of the vision is to finally achieve the God class through fellowship of the Holy Spirit. This is such a powerful statement. The Bible in the book of Psalm 82 verse 6 says that ye are God's children of the Most High, but ye shall die like mere men. It's very important that you understand what this means. That we were made to rule on earth as God rules in heaven. Bible says in the book of First John that as he is, so are we in this world. Look us. As Jesus is, so am I in this world. As he is. Not as he was when he was on earth. But as he is in heaven, so am I in this world. This is the mandate of the God class. That's why most of our things are named after the God class. God class TV. God class podcast. God class this. God class radio station. God class satellite dish TV. God class transportation system. God class uh, universities. God class everything. All over the place. God class hostels. Praise the Lord. God class uh, airline. Praise the Lord. I'm talking to you about visions on sea. And we believe so much in this. And if you are part of this house, you are part of this ministry, you must believe in it as well. You must believe in it as well. You must connect divinely to this thing and to do it with everything that you have. This is the vision of the ministry. The mission of the ministry is to touch Africa in an industrial manner. Every time I read this mission out, I, I, get, I, I find it funny. We sound almost like a business organization. The mission of this ministry is to touch Africa in an industrial manner. Thank you for tuning in to the God Class Podcast. Also follow us on Instagram at h.s.ministries underscore and on Twitter at hsm underscore daily. Finally, subscribe to our YouTube channel, The God Class TV. God bless you and see you in our next episode.